is our Normandy. This is our Battle of the Bulge. This is our Iwo Jima, Sarah. For all Americans, that those youngsters that died at the tender ages they did, and now every American is now faced with this challenge. Every American must get involved. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have General McInerney returning to the program along with Mary Fanning. And they're going to talk about the state of our union, the very serious situation that we're in, who's behind it and what's really going on and how that's affecting the rest of the world and what we can do as citizens of the United States or people of this country, man and woman of this country to protect our homeland for and the world for our children and for the future. And it is that important. And what you can do specifically, because that's what we need. We need to have some hope and realize how important this is and what it means to our future. And so I wanna, I wanna welcome you to please share this far and wide. And if you wanna hear more of this type of information, Mary Fanning is the producer of this show that airs every Saturday night. It's the Intelligence Briefing. They have General McInerney and, and Andrew Lyons and, and really great people that are on that program every Saturday night. And I'll have a link to that below so that you can watch that as well. And let's get into this important show with General McInerney and Mary Fanning. Hi, General McInerney and Mary Fanning. Welcome back to the program. Well, thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. It's lovely to be with you. You two are masters of what's really going on. I, I don't know if there is a master of what's going on, but if there were, it would be you two. So can you, one of you take this on and give us an overview of, I mean, we're in a war, which a lot of people haven't quite grasped that yet, but can you talk about what's really, what's the, what's the biggest picture of what's going on? Well, let me start it out and then Mary will, will put in a lot of the details, Sarah, because that's the right question to ask. Uh, now, one sounds like a, a, a tin hat sometimes on this because it's never happened in our history. And that's why I often say, uh, this is more dangerous than the Civil War, World War One, and World War Two, And the reason is, is because the 333 million Americans or whatever we have, you know, a million a month coming over almost at the border. But in any case, uh, we are facing the greatest constitutional crisis in our history. And why are we doing that? We have an administration that was not elected constitutionally. It was a fraudulent election in which we will delve into and get into the details because we know and there were oh seven. Can you repeat what you just said? There were what? There were seven and then you cut out there for a second. Processes to make an election fraudulently. And, and, and we can discuss them. Uh, but the fact is as a result of the fraudulent election that uh, Vice President Pence did not contest on the uh, uh, 6th of uh, January, 2021, in which he should have because he had the information. Uh, but we have since then, here's what has transpired. So you understand what the big picture is. Number one, Afghanistan was deliberately surrendered. It was not a... a failed withdrawal. It was deliberately surrendered. Nothing could have been more incompetent. Open borders is deliberate. Every day we see it, thousands of people coming across the border, and yet we don't let a world champion tennis player come in because he hasn't been vaccinated. Yet we've probably had three million. Uh, we have a devaluation of the dollar with the 
extraordinary amount of expenses that they are going through, just capped off a week ago by the administration giving uh, the uh, college uh, $10,000 for those people that owed it back. And what about all the people that paid it off? And, and then we've got the critical race theory that is taught now in the military and uh, in K through 12 in going on in the, in, the, in the country itself. And they're not paying any attention to the administration. Now, why are they doing this? Because they want to weaken and destroy our constitution and our role as a superpower. Consequently, you have Ukraine going the way it is, et cetera. Potential of Taiwan. And all these things because Biden clearly is not running the government. He's a doofus. You know, I apologize for That's saying clear. that. But he is. It's clear. There's no question. He can't even carry on a press conversation. So who's running the government? The U.S. government is being run by Barack Hussein Obama. And he's doing it out of a skiff in his residence. He's the only president that did not move out of Washington, D.C. He moved to Calorama, a suburb next to the largest mosque in Washington, D.C., 1.2 miles from the White House. And he's got a skiff, a self-compartmented intelligence facility in his basement. And uh, he is... All these people are in government. You look at Susan Rice, you look at the Secretary of State, you look at the Chief of Staff, they're all Barack Hussein Obama uh, clones. And they are doing what he says. That's why those are deliberate things, to deliberately evaluate, the to devalue the dollar. These things, to make our role as a superpower status less. And you say, well, why is he doing that? Because he wants us to be part of the World Economic Forum, a global socialist or communist, it's really communist, society. And he's well on the way. Now you can say, oh, that's, that's a bridge too far, General. Well, what do you mean? Well, it is not a bridge too far, Sarah. It is, it is very evident. And we have the evidence to prove it. Now, a week ago, and Mary's going to talk about this, Mike Lindell filed a lawsuit. And he's got Dennis Montgomery, who uh, who uh, had a special access program called Hammer and Scorecard that did the actual changing of the vote. And we can get into details in that because I want to turn it over to Mary. So you see, now you want we want to talk about how they did it. Yeah, they because did a whole coup, right? I mean, this is an illegitimate president, and we're sitting there. The American people has had an illegitimate president crammed down our throats. They faked the election. They won't talk about it. They won't talk. They talk about a fake ballots and all these things, but they won't talk about the machines, the voting machines. And why is that? Because they want to keep it going, right? So Mary's going to, yeah. And that's what that's what's going to happen in 70 some days from now at the midterms, which we can get into. But I'd like Mary to kind of lead back, back into the the how they did it because I went on Steve Bannon's show uh, the day before the election and predicted that we would lose the election because they were using cyber warfare program called Hammer and Scorecard. Now, Mary, if you would pick it up there and talk about that, because you are really the, 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 the superb authority on Hammer and Scorecard. I don't know. There's no one more sagacious than you, General, and it's so important, the information that you bring to the public, especially the American citizen. So what took place is that um, General McInerney brought to the airwaves and Admiral Lyons. Um, they read our piece verbatim. We exposed the hammer. This became very important because they had, had, they had commandeered an illegal um, system. It was illegal. It was a foreign surveillance tool. And instead, they turned it on the American people. Brennan Clapper putting a VPN aligned directly into the Obama White House, moved the hammer to Fort Washington, a CIA facility. They began using it illegally on the American people. They were, they were um, spying on the Supreme Court 156 Article Three judges, 
uh, members of Congress, particularly Obama's political enemies, uh, Donald Trump, um, as, they, as they say on the whistleblower tapes, a zillion times. This becomes very important because uh, at this point, this, the, they realize that the information is out. And the, the very next day, so you have to understand, here is a four-star admiral in charge of our Pacific Fleet, the largest uh, command ever, Admiral Lyons, and General McInerney, who was in charge of our nuclear weapons, Northern Command. You don't get any more sterling military men, more devoted uh, than these two. So the idea that this information comes out of General McInerney, you understand how they responded the very next morning after they bring this onto the airwaves with Dave Janda on terrestrial radio, the very next morning, the Russia collusion hoax coup d'etat was launched by James Comey. And he put in charge of that um, Strzok, Peter Strzok, who, you know, the now there's questions, was he really CIA working with, with Brennan? But um, in fact, right after General McInerney was speaking and we put the timelines together, Peter Strzok and his lover, Lisa Page, were in, uh, texting one another. And, you know, what a coincidence. What they were doing, they were texting about Dennis Montgomery on a Sunday night within a very short time of General McInerney coming to the airwaves. So this, the hammer and everything that's taken place in the stolen election, this is all foundational to everything that is going wrong in the United States of, of America, and I dare say the globe. What we are looking at, the, large, the larger picture, Sarah, I'm sure you're aware of the Fabian, the Fabian window. And what you're watching is Marxists who are lighting the globe on fire to mold it to their heart's content. And in that, they are destroying freedom in the United States of America. You know, they walked out, they left our troops, and what they did in Afghanistan was unforgivable. And, you know, General McInerney is very kind just calling Joe Biden a doofus. He's more than doofus. He's a communist doofus. He's, he's a traitor. A, a communist. He's a traitor. He's, he's a, a traitor. A, an enemy. He, but he's, he's a longtime communist. He came to the picture. He was put in place by a communist spy ring, the Soviet silver master spy ring that came out of the Council for a Livable World that was put together with the hammers. And it's important to know, you know who their bagman was at the Council for a Livable World? Well, none other than Al Gore Sr. So these are the global Marxists who are lighting our world on fire. They're destroying the United States. They're destroying freedom. The, they could not have done this. Foundational to everything that has happened, happening not just in the United States of America, but across the globe is this stolen election. The Marxists stole this election. And what happened was Montgomery, when he gave um, under his immunity agreements, and he gave testimony and gave 47 hard drives of data that Brennan and Clapper under Obama illegally collected on Americans. Now remember, the CIA holds no charter to spy on Americans. So they collected this blackmail and leverage data or 600 million documents, 600 million documents, one upon the other stands 30 miles high. Then Montgomery gives testimony in the FBI field office gift. Now you're going to notice that everything that's going wrong in this country with the FBI is coming out of the Washington DC field office. And you just saw someone who was just removed from there as well, that was involved in Mar-a-Lago and also in, in the Russia collusion narrative. But what you're seeing is they're taking the United States, they're destroying our currency, our borders are open, they've cut off our spigots. We're instead um, filling the coffers of Russia. We have this fiasco that the Bidens uh, clearly put together that uh, Hunter Biden was working with his father. Uh, Burisma was a dirty deal from day one. Anyone that went near it knew it was a dirty deal. And so, um, you know, <laughs> We're now, I mean, imagine this. We are paying the salaries of the officials. The American people are paying the salaries of the officials in Ukraine. Well, okay, this well, is nuts. And Ukraine is a wasteland of human trafficking. And, and, you know, I've done so many reports on Ukraine. 
you know, as far, you know, the, the whole treasury was stolen in 2014, the, you know, the human trafficking, I did a report on Burisma with a whistleblower who was almost killed and left for dead. Once that she they realized she was going to come out with Biden information. I mean, it's just it's so corrupt. And so we got all this information, but it seems like no matter what happens, nobody we're, we're it's so frustrating for the American people because it feels like no matter how much we know is going on, nothing ever gets done to turn it around. Well, that's, things are going to get done. Challenge. That's our challenge, Sarah. And by the way. When Mary was talking about when I went on the air, it was March 19th, 2017. That's two months after uh, President Trump had taken office. And this information, it turns out Mary was the key source to it, told Admiral Lyons, it told me just before I went on, which triggered all the events that you're talking about. But this, uh, so your listeners understand and viewers understand Hammer and scorecard. Hammer is like your iPhone. It gets you into the network. And in this particular case, case, it gets you into servers. And scorecard is an application like on your iPhone, whether it's your bank or travel or, or weather, whatever it is. That goes in and it, it happens in the wee hours of the morning uh, or, or late at night, starting like 930 in this particular case, how they did it. They went for the six battleground states. They went to Arizona, Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. And somewhere around 935 of the, of the six went offline, you know, for flooding and a whole host of different things. And then they came up back up in the morning. Now, that has never happened before. And, and so that's why when you start examining this, they changed the votes. And it was only between those uh, six states, you only needed 44,000 votes between three of the states and Trump would have won. But that's how scorecard works. It just gives them a 2% vote. In any case, that's how they did it. Now, they also had this massive uh, mail-in balloting, which you most people have seen the movie, the documentary, 2000 Mules. And that... Dinesh D'Souza put out that. And the interesting thing about this, Sarah, is Fox News or Newsmax will not let Dinesh on to discuss and show 2,000 mules. So, so, well, why? Look, I worked for Fox almost 17 years, and I'm stunned. But they are complicit. They are complicit. And so when you have the news media, but, but it shows another technique, and then another technique, uh, so you had the cyber warfare that changed the final endgame numbers. You had the mail-in ballots that they show how in, uh, in 2000 mules, how it was fraudulent, going from DNC uh, facilities to the mail-in ballots, and they tracked the people through their uh, cell phones. But you also had like in uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, mailed out 1.8 million ballots to their uh, citizens. Now, it wasn't approved by the Pennsylvania state legislature, which it must be. If you The balloting procedures are controlled by the state legislatures. But in any case, we had secretaries of state, we had governors, we had just pure bureaucrats changing these procedures, <clears throat> quote, because of COVID-19. Now, just as an aside, COVID-19 was not a pandemic. It was a deliberate biological attack by the Chinese Communist Party. And we all know it came out of Wuhan, but it was deliberate. And unfortunately, it was funded by Dr. Fauci and CDC, the, the gain of function. But let me get back on point. So they mail out 1.8 million ballots in Pennsylvania to a citizens. Sarah. They got back 2.4 million ballots. Now, someone had a printing press. That's right. It turns out that printing press was in China. Oh, wow. Okay. So now, they counted all those. They counted the 2.4. So there were 600,000 people <clears throat> that are names that are just in space. But when you go for a recount, you count 
the recount, garbage in, garbage out, the old computer term. That's why Mary and I have demanded audits because then you would correlate each ballot to the person, the citizen. But now, let me give you the sniff test. Barack Hussein, not uh, wait, wait, Barack Hussein Obama, really. Biden won with 81 million votes. You think for bragging rights that he would demand audits and all? Uh, yes. I would. Wouldn't you? Well, you want those bragging rights. He, to they crush know. People like Mary and I and you and everybody that are challenging them. But no, they're spending millions of dollars, millions of dollars on lawyers to prevent it. So these are that is the how, uh, and I call him O Biden. How O Biden became president and that administration, and that's why they're doing what they are doing. So we must wake up. Well, let's talk about this. I think there's a lot of people who are awake, a lot of people who know what happened, and that's why January sixth happened. It was a peaceful protest for the most part, and they're turning it into what they're turning. They're just making that up. So a lot of people right. are awake as to what happened. And they don't, they're not seeing progress, no matter how much evidence comes forward, which is just slam dunk. I mean, I, how can you have this much evidence on something that of this criminal nature and not be able to get the courts to do what's right? What is going on where, because they come back and say, well, there's been like 60 cases and they all side for Biden, you know, that are all side that this was the fairest, you know, election in history. It is beyond, um, you, you you lose faith in our institutions because it's obvious to a lot of people what happened. We know that the facts are indisputable and then they still do what they do. So what it does, it doesn't make us believe that Biden really won. What it does is it loses, we lose faith in the institutions, right? I mean, well, because, let me ask you a question. So, yeah. Sarah, so what do we do? Sarah, you're spot on. How many... Republican leaders, Kevin McCarthy, McConnell, all the other Republican members of the Senate, how many of them are daily talking about a fraudulent election in 2020? Well, they're Zero. complicit. They're, they're complicit. complicit. But there's Why? another piece to this that has come out now. And that is it, the information has come forward. We know that Montgomery handed the source code, the source code, to scorecard and hammer as part of his immunity agreements in 2015. When Cyber Command began collecting the information on the vote, what took place with scorecard, uh, they noted that the Montgomery had put an electronic identifier on scorecard when he handed it over to the FBI. That identifier showed up in China and they watch China stealing the election and they they have every bit of evidence that China in an act of cyber warfare came into this country using hammer and scorecard. Huawei, we, we name names, longitude, latitude, exactly which computers they came out of, which ones they went into, what time, what votes they flipped and every county in this country. And that information was just handed over and um, and it has been multiple times now verified. Uh, Jeff O'Donnell and his team and others have verified every bit of the stolen election. So if, and that is what we're looking at, China decided the election in the United States of America. China did. So what do we do? What do we do? People want to help out. I mean, we have an army of people out there who want to help out. They're getting involved in their elections because they don't want to see fraudulent elections again. I'm hearing in my area, which is a communist headquarters in Twin Cities, Minneapolis, um, that there's so much corruption on the inside. And I have people who have, who have volunteered that they can't believe it. I mean, they're starting, they're trying to get Project Veritas to cover it. I hope they do because there's just craziness going on. So how do people um, keep this from happening? If it's happening in the computer systems, I mean, we have to go back to hand ballots and we have to go back to, so what can people do? Well, first of all, you're asking the right question. What can we do now? There, there, there are two constitutional ways to do it. One, I meant I mentioned that the state legislatures in the battleground states particularly do audits. 
and come back and say, we have uh, done an audit and we have found we miscounted and that uh, Donald Trump won. And number two, now that, that's going to be very difficult to do, and particularly in a time, because I want to talk about, uh, we want to talk about what's going on in the midterm. Number two, though, the other constitutional way that the founding, look, the founding fathers did not understand cyber warfare. Okay. I'm pretty sure uh, that's true. God bless them. They were, they were visionaries, no question about it. But, you know, the world technology just wasn't there. But they gave us, and the oath of office I took was to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Little did I think, Sarah, that we would have so many domestic enemies trying to destroy, and a former president trying to destroy our Constitution and our republic. But that's what we are faced with. That's why it's so dangerous. Now your question, what can we do? Well, we can go, everybody can go to their state legislatures and to their state and to the, their senators and uh, house members and say, why are you not talking about the 2020 election? Because they are going to use the same procedures in these midterms. And here's what they're going to do in the midterms. Uh, and then I'll talk about the other constitutional way, which uh, is more difficult, but the founding fathers gave it to us. And here's here's what's going to happen. They are going to target certain using cyber, trying to use mail-in ballots where there's no uh, accountability, chain of custody, so to speak, in those mail-in ballots. That's why you had 600,000 with no names. Uh, they invented names. So... What they have got to do is, is, first of all, they've got to come out strong and vote and 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 be there and watch things. And, and people that you know that are working and as many people as we can get to be working in these voting booths and the, and the precincts would be very helpful. So they'll call out certain things and we can start documenting them. And, and what I think they're going to do is they're going to target certain senators and that's why you're seeing the misinformation that is coming out by CBS like yesterday, that they pointed out that the the gap between the Republicans and Democrats is closing. Yeah. That's all misinformation, yep. Sarah. Uh, yeah. They're trying to they're trying to set up what they're going to do on the cyber. They're going to do it again. And the most disappointing thing of all this is there's no way cyber command could have, or the National Security Agency, or the FBI, or the CIA, or Department of Homeland Security, their cyber operations could have missed this jamming. That you're night. right. So they are corrupt. They are. You're and right. You pointed it out, and that, that's why what you are doing is so valuable. Is because we know the mainstream media will not talk about it. They will not talk about the lawsuit that uh, Mike Lindell put in last a week ago Monday and Dennis's, all this information's gone to a court. The courts are corrupt on us. They've gone on us. We could explain why some of them, not all of them, but some of them. Blackmail, right? Blackmail, blackmail. paid off. There's yeah. all, whatever they can do to blackmail and get that person. The ends justify the means. The means Correct. justify the ends, whatever, yes. And, and you know what was done at Mar-a-Lago? Yep. Violating the former president's Fourth Amendment rights. It's disgraceful, but that shows they're getting desperate. They're getting desperate. And so our continuous pressure, what you're doing, Sarah, that we announced this and, and that we, we talk about this. So I think they're going to take key senators. They'll probably do Georgia because they did both those senators that won in Georgia on the uh, 5th of, uh, of January 2021 was done through cyber. I got a call at 1130 the night before both David Perdue and uh, Kelly were ahead. At 1130 at night, I got a call from someone and they said they're in the a server at uh, Fulton County, minority county. They got in the server with hammer and they started manipulating it. An hour later, I called somebody who happened to be in Atlanta for the election. I can't give you his name and said, see if you can stop the election count recount because they're in the server at Fulton County. We well, you know that's impossible. I mean, even, even the governor couldn't have stopped it. 
But the fact was, an hour later, Sarah, I'm watching Fox, and all of a sudden, Kelly and David Perdue are behind, and they stay behind. Now, what, what's that have to do with the coming election? I think they're going to take selected, and, and that's how they got it even. I think they're going to take selected senators, and and so they get, it turns out that it's a, a tied election, or they have one or two still ahead. And McConnell isn't doing anything. Well, McConnell was fixed too, right? I mean, I, I I had information that McConnell was down by double digits in polling in his state, and then all of a sudden he, he wins. So I think he, they I need think someone correct. like Yeah. I think you're correct. I did not want to say it because I don't have the hard evidence, but I had a, a, a person that's a lobbyist in town tell me he thought that. And and so that's why McConnell's not doing anything. That's why we're not getting the leadership out of them because there's been corruption on both sides. And, uh, and so that's what we're going to face. Now, it should be a blowout. It shouldn't be anywhere near uh, a tie ball game, but wait and see what happens. They'll give up the house because they know that would be too obvious. But watch the Senate. Look, they tried it uh, a year ago in the, in November, last November in the in the Virginia election. Glenn Youngkin won. But it's only because of divine providence. The chap up in uh, New Jersey lost, lost. And if he would have, if he would have contested it and said, "I want an audit," he would have won. Both of them were ahead, and through the divine providence of the dear Lord, Glenn Youngkin was bailed out. That's all I can say. So we know they're going to use it. They are bold. They don't care. They've got the mainstream media behind them that is lying for them. They're complicit. It's disgraceful. And uh, so that's what we are facing. Now, my final point is we have another option that the founding fathers gave us. It's called the Second Amendment. And the Second Amendment was put in there for a reason if we have a tyrannical government. I would rather we not do that. I'm not pushing that. But we cannot have a tyrannical government that is destroying this institution. Yesterday, one of the key FBI players, the guy by the name of Timothy Tebow, he was marched out. He was fired. They, they said marched out, but he was fired. So they know it's getting close. We've got 14 whistleblowers. Why aren't there not 50 or 60 in the FBI? That's right. Well, at least they're 14. Thankfully for the 14, but we yes. should have whistleblowers all over the place, but correct. And the military, I mean, the military, it kills me that, that my military would, would change us and that the chiefs did not resign when the chairman of the joint chiefs of staff, Millie said, I want to know about white rage. Sarah, I was in the air force 35 years. I, I was in the government for counting four years at West Point, 39 years. I never heard of white rage. And we've got the chairman saying that. All the chiefs should have resigned en masse. So there's a problem on critical Millie, race theory. And, General and Milley should have been put in handcuffs, General. The moment he called his uh, China and told him he'd give him a call, should we decide to attack, he should have been put in handcuffs. I agree. I agree. Look, you got the senior military man who who was talking and sending signals to the equivalent in the Chinas with during the election and it was being contested. That that is unheard of. So so we have a problem. They have penetrated Obama's eight years. Obama is the key player. He set up all these guys, Secretary of Defense Austin. He made him a four-star. They set him up, and then they bring him back in as sector. And, and, and he is driving this. And with Millie and, and the service chiefs, uh, I, I just would not have believed it, but they have penetrated the upper echelons. Well, what do you think? And, yeah, and, and i got to ask you then, what do you think of NATO taking over part of Norfolk uh, Naval Base 
as their new headquarters. And they now have a French general who's running it and that our fleet, our strike fleet is being run underneath NATO. And General yeah. Milley actually uh, said, you know, now it's in full command. It's full operational. And the media was silent about it. Well, I, I don't have a problem because that is a uh, is a NATO billet. OK, it used to be it's called SACLAND, Supreme Allied Commander Atlantic. It used to be a U.S. admiral all the time. And to to balance a little bit, <clears throat> they put in a, a French this time. I don't think it's going to be French all the time. But like the, the SACUR, Supreme Allied Commander of Europe, is a U.S. general. But do you think and, some people are saying and some people are worried about this, that they are building that up? At the, the the United Nations is really taking direction from the World Economic Forum. Maybe this is all conspiracy theory. And so I, I just want this to, to come out. Um, and, you know, let's talk about it. And that they are building that up ready so that if we push back on this, they can bring NATO forces to shut us down. Well, uh, first of all, I don't think the NATO forces like, I don't think the U.S. forces. The question is, uh, are the U.S ground forces today, once they fully realize that their leadership has been corrupted and, and are part of the World Economic Forum, that, are they going to go against Americans? I don't think so. That, that is the last resort that would be, you're not going to see U.S. troops uh, that I believe shooting at American citizens. And and so we're, we're at, a, we're at a, a close, look, we roughly have a hundred million Americans that, that have weapons <clears throat> and uh, that they can play a role in taking our country back if we have to, if we have to. I think it can be done elsewise, but we've got to get stronger politicians. They've got to be talking about the things that we are talking about, and they've got to be talking about the unconstitutional processes that are being used in the election and acknowledge and they've got to tell people like McConnell to go hike, get out of here. And Kevin McCarthy, if they aren't, if they are not protesting these elections, then they've got to tell them to hike and get rid of them. If they Absolutely. don't, then we've got to get rid of those people. So what do we do? I mean, so at this point, your your uh, leadership to the American people is get involved in your local elections, report, write down uh copy, do whatever you can to, to um, what do you call it, make sure that we record what's going on with these elections and that we keep them as transparent and safe as possible. Now, the fact that they're happening in the computer systems means that a lot of people who are on site can't do anything about it. So Correct. what what do we do? Well, we're, we're, we're trying to work some of that, Mary and I, right now, <clears throat> because those systems uh, we can handle, I believe we can identify that. We have a test case. And uh, uh, Mary, let uh, tell me what mainstream media has reported Mike Lindell's uh, oh. lawsuit. <laughs> well, yeah, and, I'm sure. And Dennis Mussolini's filing. Not one. Not, not one. one. Yeah, they have the data. Because Mike Lindell's got a lawsuit yeah. against him. Uh, and uh, so isn't that interesting, though? Our, our press, the freedom of the press, has violated their constitutional oath and their, their responsibility that they're given as the freedom of the press, they are violating that. That is disgraceful. Yeah, what yes, is it is. Well, but that doesn't exist after Obama put through the Smith Modernization Act legalizing propaganda That's right. to be used on the American people. So that went by the wayside with Obama. You know, everything that's come forward, um, Lord Mark Malik Brown, and now he's the head of the Open Society Foundation and the Open Society Foundation's been funding Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Uh, we have an FBI whistleblower came forward that told that um, the FBI came and said, don't you want to change your reports? Don't you want to say that that these are white supremacists and white nationalists. 
And this went on for months in the lead up to the J6. And they said, no, we don't want to. And by the way, all the funding for J the uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa was coming out of Somalia and uh, the Middle East from Marxists there. So the very idea that they're um, foreign Marxists are funding Antifa and Black Lives Matter makes them an act of war on this country. That's right. So would you say that you are going to be monitoring the computer systems and networks? You're going to be able to identify because you have everybody knows what happened. Not everybody, but a lot of computer experts and systems engineers and stuff know, knew, they know what's happened, right? And so you have this expertise behind you. You have a group of people who are gonna be watching this, monitoring it. If it happens, we will have additional evidence and we will be bringing that forward and we'll be monitoring it real time. So you better not do it this time because we're gonna get you. Well, absolutely. I, absolutely. And I think we've got to notify uh, Cyber Command, NSA, CIA, FBI, DHS, and all those people that they better do their job this time. The American people are expecting them because uh, they did not last time. And and how many people in those agencies have been corrupted? You see, I don't believe there there are many. I believe there it, it's going to start. How many people want to destroy America? because that's what they're doing when they go to their gas pump and it's over $4, $5 a gallon. That's yes, what no. you're gonna get. And so we've got to challenge those people that went along to get along and went along to, it's like the vaccination. The vaccination digressing, it reduces your immunity. And that's why so many people are dying now. I know. We have on the open borders, Look, with the fentanyl that's coming in, we are losing, Sarah, American youth in the age group of 18 to 40 at the same rate we lost people killed in action in World War II, 100,000 a year. And, and America, wake up. We cannot have open borders. We cannot have these things. So getting back on point, to your point, we have got to challenge the people that are supposed to be doing that job let them know we are going to be monitoring that. We have tools to do that and that we cannot accept that. And let Barack Hussein Obama know all the things that he has done. We know he is the puppet master. We know what he is doing. And the American people ought to say enough is enough because I think after these midterms, you're going to see Harris resign as VP and maybe Michelle Obama or someone will come in as the v, as the new VP. And then, of course, Doofus, he won't last that long. And and so guess who's going to fleet up one of their one of their uh, minions. But that's not going to happen because we're going to let the world know. And it's important that the world knows why what you are doing is so critical, Sarah, that people understand. Do you want to have a free republic, a democratic republic in this country that observes the constitution that I swore to uphold in the film. Who would have ever believed that you would have had a raid on the former president of the United States' residence? I mean, and, and then look at the people that they arrested, Mike Flynn, all, all the others that uh, were arrested, Stone, all of them. It was ridiculous. Well, the fact that, that the governor of New York was seriously talking about having a health concentration camp, that was actually yeah. just overturned. They saw, found it as illegal. It was a, there was a, a female attorney, I can't remember her name, but she just went pro bono. She just went out and just did it all by herself. And then she started getting more people behind her and she won. It just took her having the courage to do it. And that shot that down as being unconstitutional. But who would have thought they would even have done that in this country, thought about doing something like that? Well, Sarah, just like 87,000 armed IRS agents, 87,000 armed IRS During agents. a recession. What is, yeah, is this Obama's Stasi? Because, you know, it's time for the American people to stand up for freedom. Because as Reagan said, if we go into that long, dark night, if the lights go out here, they will go out everywhere. And you're seeing the rest of the globe blowing up right now. Look at what's going on in Iraq. 
with um, Mustafa al-Sadr. Iraq has just gone out of control. It will be taken over by Iran. What's happening in Syria? Can we afford for the entire globe to be on fire? No. No, we cannot. No, we we can't go through these lockdowns. The COVID lockdowns gave us a glimpse of what these people are capable of. And but uh, keep in mind, Sarah, a very important piece to that is who put through gain of function? That would be Obama's science and technologies are John Holdren working with Fauci. And you know what John Holdren did as soon as he put that through? He moved to Beijing. <laughs> well, Beijing, did you know that Pfizer's headquarters or building in Beijing or actually in Wuhan is 666? That's their address. You're kidding me. No, I had a Pfizer whistleblower on and she showed me the documents. I think these people are insane. Yeah, it's they're demonic. It's greed. It's money. It's they have unlimited funds. I think when you, we are fighting. When you have unlimited funds and, and unlimited power, you are unlimitedly corrupted. I don't know if unlimited yeah. is the right word. You're You're absolutely corrupted. That's this why is, technology to have people like you, Sarah, I, I keep emphasizing it whenever I, I'm home, it is so critical what you are doing. And uh, uh, we can't even, Mary and I cannot even believe it ourselves that we're saying these things. But it's, it's obvious. Who would have ever believed I know. 18 months ago that the United States, we were sailing high, would be in the condition they are, who we are right now. I know. It's a lot of people are just pinching themselves. Well, before Giving we up our energy. Why would we give up our energy? That's the strength of the nation. <clears throat> There's so many things yeah. that we've done. And why did we allow Hillary Clinton to sell a 30% of our whatever percentage, a large Rainy percentage one. of it? Yes, to Russia. Correct. Because they now have our nuclear signature. They can hit us with a nuclear weapon and it will have our own identifier on it. It's not only that, Sarah, you know all the work that I've done and, and Admiral Lyons was you know, deeply involved in that. Obama bringing the enemy inside the wire, a nuclear mastermind you know, in charge of bioweapons, chemical weapons, EMP, while he's in business with Russia for the exporting of the Club K Trojan horse weapon system and that we give them birth at Port Canaveral in the Port of Wilmington while he's on tape saying he wants to put a nuke into this country that they, we will not be able to identify. Now, this is something like out of the uh, a bad dream, a nightmare. No one could have imagined that you would have brought a man that was on the blacklist, wanted for capture or kill, and he and his brother and business partner were given birth at our ports. You can't even make this, you can't even imagine that this could be true. But every piece of this points to Obama and the global communists and the and their 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 greatest wish and their every effort is toward the United States of America. And the idiots that think they're standing with them, when all this starts going down, they better realize that they'll be the first ones taken out. Yes, they will be. They always take because they'll be horrified at what this isn't the panacea that we thought it was. You're not supposed to do that. Okay, so before we end this, give us your last remarks on what you want to make sure that people know. People must understand that we have an unconstitutionally elected government. <clears throat> we have got to resolve that. President Trump is correct when he gets up and says that <clears throat> there was a fraudulent election. Number two, this current administration is trying to destroy America. And all the things they have is nothing to do with incompetence. It is deliberately trying to diminish the role that the U.S. plays globally. And number three, they're going to cheat in the midterms. And we must get out there and do everything we can to identify what they're cheating. And finally, number four, Barack Hussein Obama is the one who is responsible for this. And people ought to be asking him all these questions and what his role is and why he decided to stay in Washington, D.C. versus going back to, quote, Chicago. Well, thank you very much, Mary. Do you want to say anything or do you want to leave it at that? Or before, well, you also have to tell us, general, you, you also make one sure. One more piece of this is that the American people must get close with their constitutional sheriffs. 
um, start working locally, take back this country locally and take your work with your sheriff and tell them this is their day to stand up for this country to their oath of office, because we are going into that long, dark night. And I ask the American people to stand shoulder to shoulder and to pray. We are facing a, demo a demonic force. It is that simple. Well, where can people listen to you? Because I know you have your radio show that you do in general. You are on her show quite a bit. It's uh, Saturday nights, right? Can you talk about where people can hear more about this? Because you have an intelligence briefing where people can learn about this on a continual basis. Mary, go ahead. General McInerney, um, General Vallely, uh, Colonel Sellen, and then we have guests like Gordon Chang. Every Saturday night, we have a three-hour broadcast on the Salem Radio Network. It's the it is the intelligence briefing with John B. Wells, Arc Midnight on the Salem Radio Network. You can also go to Caravan to Midnight and and, and listen to the show after uh, it's broadcast. We also live stream on uh, nine other streaming channels. This this is these men are the creme de la creme that have come back to try to lead this nation to save safety and to save it. And it is imperative that the American people are listening to what they are telling them. This is the only place you're going to hear, Sarah, you are one of the same. You, you, the people must hear the truth to know what's coming. And when we just know that they just gathered all of our special forces weapons that take out tanks, took them from them and shipped them out of the country to the Ukraine. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I would have covered this that. Is my God. Okay. Well, again, people need to do what they can and, and have hope, right? I mean, there's hope in all of us uniting and fighting back. This is our Normandy. This is our Battle of the Bulge. This is our Iwo Jima, Sarah. For all Americans, that those youngsters that died at the tender ages they did, and now every American is now faced with this challenge. Every American must get involved. Okay, I'll leave it at that. I think that's a great way to end. Thank you so much for joining the program and everything that you do, are doing now and continue to do. Thank you and God bless you, Sarah. Thank you, God bless. <laughs>